no, no plunder on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> As the season creeps to a close, we creep ever closer to the glorious 100th episode. It is episode 97 of the 40 Yard Switch, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, as always, you're hearing me, uh, Jasper Woodson, your host, alongside me, your other host, Wilbur <laughs> Luke's. How are you, mate? Doing well. I can't believe it's uh, it's almost 100. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All, um, all five of you, on average, that listen every episode, we thank you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not bad. That's not bad. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shaking it. Um, for, for how little we market ourselves, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll um, have to think of... Well, wait, we can, we can discuss yeah. that off. <laughs> but maybe we can get uh, nostalgic. Yeah, I think we'll on, on episode look back. on episode one hundred, we'll take a look down memory road, maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, or or maybe in the episodes that follow episode one hundred, when there's a bit of an off season lull, we'll take a look back. Yeah, but for now, there's bigger fish to fry. Mm. We are uh, it's not quite the eve of the last day of the Premier League. There's it's a Wednesday, and that doesn't start till uh, Saturday or well, Sunday morning, I guess our time. Um, but a lot of football to be played, a lot of football that has been played, a lot of st- stories that have come into fruition in the past week or so. Um, the biggest of which, uh, which was somewhat of a foregone conclusion uh, when we recorded last week, is that City have been crowned Premier League champions for the fifth time in the last six years, uh, the sixth time in 10 years and the seventh time in 12 years. Right. So, yeah, look, pretty impressive. <laughs> Yeah, just pure dominance, um, and obviously, like when you're when you're in the middle of it, obviously Liverpool were were challenging for a while, and, and Arsenal looked quite good this season. But mm. yeah, to to be that consistent is a bit ridiculous, um, and yeah, obviously, I mean, I mean, th- this current squad, if you can, I mean, it's changed a little bit, like definitely um, up there with some of the best Premier League sides ever. Well, that is one of my points. Is um is this if they continue this on for a few more years are we looking like maybe not the longevity of the 20 something years Alex Ferguson was in charge but in terms of amount of titles and the, and the dominance in the time frame are we looking at possibly the greatest dynasty the premier league has seen hmm. I, I i reckon it doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon like yeah. um you can't really see any reason why it would given the players that they've got the success that they're having like and all the players are so young yeah, like we were talking yesterday about how young you know Diaz and Stones are, and how good they are already, and if they continue on for a few more years. Yeah, and they don't really get they don't even really get beaten out to any transfer that they want. If they want them, they'll go get them. Hmm. And a lot of the time, they don't even like they now in the past two or three years, they don't even need to really splash the cash to beat someone because if a player if a player knows that City and Pep Guardiola are hmm. interested in them, that's where they want to go. Yeah, the the only thing, and I mean, this is like pro- probably not much of a thing because Guardiola probably wants to like keep on going and I, I suppose win as many titles as possible. But if if Guardiola leaves, I suppose that could be yeah yeah, yeah. that would be the one thing 
where they like they might stumble because they would have their pick of the world's best managers, but Guardiola is the best manager in the world. Yeah, by some distance. Yeah. Um, like when all, everything's said and done, the debate versus him and Alex Ferguson will rage on. But right now, that's currently managing. It's Pep Guardiola, and then like a bit of a gap, and then everyone else. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Klopp. Yeah, it's 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 tricky, isn't it? Because because the you know it's almost like you, you try bring bring in like purchasing power, so parity to it. True, and that it gets a bit more muddy, but yeah. But like it's it's hard. He's to say he's won more. with like when he was winning with Barca, they weren't spending as much as Real Madrid was spending. Then when it, then the the Bayern thing, he sh- like you can argue he should have won a Champions League there, but he was dominant in Eng- in Germany. Um, with a very good team, um, but and I guess no one was outspending Bayern in that league. But in the Premier in, in the Premier League, Anish, like since since he's joined, I'm pretty he's like, um, City haven't spent the most. Uh, Chelsea have spent almost as much as them. Yeah. So like, and like the success is chasms between the two those two clubs and cities. Mm. So I think like yes. He has the pick of his players, because and yes, City can spend who, on what whatever they want on whoever they want. But at the end of the day, he is the person moving the chess pieces around, and they sing to a tune that no other people can sing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, like you, you'd probably have to look into it a little bit, but like they, they don't, they don't seem to be um, that many misses um, no. in in terms of transfers since yeah. he's. Since he's come on, and even some of the players that you let go, you think, um, you know, maybe at the time, like getting rid of Sterling, who had been very good for him, he was probably past it, um, and it's not bad. Zinchenko seemed like maybe that was a bad idea, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you know, if really he's, he's then turned two centre backs into full backs this season and got and been able to get rid of Cancelo in the mm-hmm. process, and still, and they've still been just as good, so yeah. And then, and, and, and and I just, suppose it's a, it's a counterfactual that you don't. Yeah, like you know, if the money's not quite as much there, if he's similar to, yeah, 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 the, to, mean, to, to Klopp say, who hasn't hasn't spent nearly as much and is far more constrained by true, but then structures at the club. That, that, that's true, but then you you look at just the resumes and like, yes, they've had less money, but Klopp what won two titles with Dortmund and made a Champions League final. He's won one title and one Champions League final. With one Champions League with Liverpool, it's impressive. Mm, it but, is very impressive, but, but and, and it's more champion. And, and but then you look at like Pep, and he's got if he if he wins. Oh no! Now he has won the title. That's fifteen league titles, and no, 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 not not fifteen. That's uh, it, it, uh it's, it's, it's it's like ten league titles. I think it's like ten league. No, it's more with, than ten. With, with all the clubs. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 between ten to fifteen league titles. But what I was gonna say, if he wins the Champions League finally, it'll be three Champions Leagues in fifteen years. Yeah, that's more than Sir Alex Ferguson won in twenty. That's more than uh, Jose Mourinho's won. That's more than Jurgen Klopp's won. Who's got quite a few? Zidane's is was Zidane. Zidane's got three. Three, yeah. Which is. That's fucking... Yeah. That's ridiculous. Crazy. <laughs> that is stupid. Yeah. And, and I mean... Yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's one where you kind of think... You know, Zidane's a good manager, but... Like... That team... Yeah, he kind of stumbled upon... The, the greatest Champions the greatest, League team yeah. of all time, yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway. And like, yeah, I, know, I was having a conversation with, I think it was Vincent the other day. Uh, and he was talking about how Pep's like not really won with all, with all the money he's had spent in the Champions League. And I'm mm. like, yeah, that's a fair point. Then in that time in Bayern and early with City, you look at the teams he was coming up against in the, or the teams that won the Champions League that, throughout those years. Um, he had initially after he left Barca, he had to compete against the MSN Barca team. Yeah. Which is bonkers. Yeah. Um, he also had to compete then with the Real Madrid mega team who mm. won four and five years and three in a row. Uh, and then you could say, yeah, like the, the COVID year when uh, it just happened to be when City had a down year, like Liverpool won the league that year and Bayern won the Champions League. Mm. And then the last two years, the last two years, I mean, yeah, not, not, every, not every year has been some mega team that he's lost to. But like, I'd say a good three quarters of those years that he hasn't won it since he won it with Barca in twenty eleven have just been some incredible teams winning it. Yeah, yeah. You, you just think, um, uh, like, I, I, not necessarily how different the story is, but it, it was a big move to not play a defensive midfielder in that that Champions League final against Chelsea. Yeah, how I mean, different the narrative could have been. And I mean, that is, you know, a pretty glaring. Very risky decision, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, also, that, also, I didn't want to say Zidane was a bad manager before. No, just, no, no. just by the way, I yeah. just, just uh, don't come for him. <laughs> but you know, there's just lots of, um, you know, there's lots of other factors going. Circumstances, on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of the Champions League, um, since we last recorded, because uh, we recorded that just before the second leg of the City um, Real Madrid game i'm pretty sure yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah fuck that. it was wednesday night yeah it feels so long ago yeah um <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> uh well yeah uh city absolutely demolished uh real madrid <laughs> uh four nil uh absolutely wiped the floor with them i watched the entire game and we'll watch the second half of that game it was it was a clinic like that was the most dominant performance in a champions league game in a champions league semi-final that i've seen in some time like mm. that was bananas. Maybe, maybe Liverpool versus Barca four nil in twenty nineteen, but like, mm. but like I don't think Liverpool played Barca off the park as much in that game. It, was, it just happened to like win four nil. I, I I know that sounds weird, but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that was like Barca. Sometimes it can be close and it can blow out towards the end. But yeah, because the like team implodes. The game. Yeah. Like from minute one, City. I was like. Like City were just dominating. Like Real Madrid had, I think there was at the ten minute mark, City had passed together like two hundred and thirty odd passes. Real Madrid had thirteen. Mm, yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. Uh, and I was like, a goal was coming, a goal was coming, a goal was coming, and then it did come. And then you like, will Madrid respond? They, I don't, they don't think they even had a chance to really, because mm. then it was two ten minutes later. Um, and yeah. What, what what do you what, what do you think of um God <laughs> a bit of a stumble there <laughs> what, I do one every episode it's what, do you, what do you think of Harlan's effect on potentially that like the mentality going into those bigger higher state games because he just he just like exudes like you know like just confidence that yeah. I'm never gonna lose and if like I I, I don't know I mean, I mean he, he is sort of the, he is the sort of player who. Can I be, think can I be think quiet. I think it can't be understated. Yeah. for sure. Like he didn't score, but he could have had a hat trick on another day if it were not for Thibaut Courtois' incredible goalkeeping. Yeah, and I just think when you're led by someone 
with his stature and like the way he goes about the game with like you know the bit of shithousery and like I don't know he does he does everything with a bit of like a you know like, not anger but like yeah like yeah it's it's confident but it's also kind of laid back in a way in the in the calmness that he knows that he's gonna fucking it's, score yeah it's it's, it's, it's like it's 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 like it's like um like to use some sort of stupid nature analogy it's like when a lion is stalking its prey you know it's like super calm but like it knows what's gonna happen yeah exactly i, th- I think that's what he brings and yeah I, I don't know how much i mean they probably just have confidence from being such a good team but i think it definitely does tip it over the edge on mm. what is already a very good team yeah and like also so he draws so much attention in the middle of that box yeah because of the threat he poses that it frees up bernardo silva to score too or it frees up someone else to get into a space that he leaves which is a, which which is i think like if i i only i've watched the goals back a couple of times but definitely for the bernardo silva first goal there's a massive gap left there um and yeah, there's two yeah. people on Haaland and then for the header he um there's def- there's definitely a couple of people around Haaland and the ball falls to him yeah. in a miles of space i'm not saying this is directly as a result because of Haaland but i'm also like you can argue that it is Mm. Uh, and yeah, I just think, and also his his pressing is relentless, and like City's press is relentless anyway. But then when you add six foot four guy who runs as fast as anyone else in the team at the head of that press, mm. it's a scary prospect. Yeah, like 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 I think it's a much more scary like mentally, like you'd be bricking. Yeah, six foot four guy running at you at like a wing at at a winger's pace. Yeah, is is, is, is terrifying. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I think probably that's as much of a, you know, him drawing players as much of a thing as his confidence. But I think it is a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the mentality they went into that game with, especially, like was, yeah, was crazy. And just like completing that ridiculous spine of a town. I think we touched on it last week. Yeah, we did. I think we're mainly speaking about Arsenal, though. But like how City have the, yeah. have the spine. But ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. But yes, uh, as a result of um, City annihilating Real Madrid, uh, they will now play Inter Milan uh, in the Champions League final in Istanbul. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't think this game is going to be very close. Inter, I'm sure, will do their best to set up defensively and try and maybe stifle City and then a set piece or something. But I just don't see it. I'm sorry. Like, Like... if, and this, if this take comes back to bite me and into somehow like a 1-0, you know, defensive masterclass, so be it. I'm picking City to win this game by like two or three goals. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be close. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think, you, like, you never know what's what's really going to happen in a final. And, and, f- and for that reason, um, you know, maybe it's like into go ahead, like defend well for a bit. And then, like, nab a goal. Because they do have, you know, good strikers and big, like, tall men up front. They do, but, like, it's like I just look at them, like, with how well City not only defended against Real Madrid at any chance they had to attack, but also, like, like, like not on top of how they play offensively. It's like, they're so good defensively against any counter-attacks as well. You've got Walker, who stifles any winger. Stones and Diaz, one of the best centre-back pairings. He's not the best centre-back pairing in the world right now. Like, mm. I just... They're just a complete team from top to bottom. I just don't see how Lautaro Martinez, Eden Dzeko, and Romelu Lukaku are going to be an issue for that. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think maybe even if they you know, do nab a goal, City will come back. And yeah, I, I, I don't see Inter winning. But 
But you never know. And it would be a great story. It would I be. I think if Inter won it. it well, not, not the best story, but like... <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing City yeah. lose, I suppose. See, okay, and I've, just, I've, I've had a conversation with a few people about this now. And I, I may get flamed for anyone listening for this opinion, but I want City to win it. <laughs> and like, I know I should hate City because they, you know, they buy the league, the oil money, the 115 uh, money, dodgy money charge, uh, charges against them. Yeah, All yeah. of the reasons, I get it. I know I should hate them. I know they like they 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 don't like their owners don't go about things in the right way. But I just don't care. Like yeah. they have one of the greatest managers of all time. They have a lot like players wise. They have a lot of really likable players, and they play the best stuff in the world. And I, sue me. I like watching good football, and they play the best football. Mm. Like I don't know. I just I I know I should dislike them, but I don't, and I want them to win. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't want him to win. Yeah, that's, no, that's fair. That's fair. I, like, I know I'm against the grain with this opinion. I'm not trying to convince anyone to think the way I do. But I think, uh, I, I think, like maybe the biggest, re- like one, I don't really like seeing City do that well. Even though I agree, like you know, I like the manager and most of the players in the squad. But um, it'd be great to see Lukaku win the Champions League. True. <laughs> I'd. I, I'd, uh, I'd I'd definitely like to see that. But by the same token, it'd be great to see Kevin De Bruyne win the Champions League. It'd be great to see Jack yeah, Grealish win the Champions but I, League. But I like Lukaku. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Everton. Yeah. Everton. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 again, I know this is not this is not me trying to get anyone on side with City. This is just how I view it. Hmm. Uh, and I know that's not going to be a popular opinion, but yeah, you know that you know that you know that, you know that, you know that like little emoticon thing I do where it's like. Yeah, yeah, it's like the shoulder shrug the thing. Shrug, yeah, 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 for those who can't see what I'm doing, yeah, hands like that. But you can't see that either. That's uh, that's what that's kind of what I am about that opinion. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's 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 so much you can analyze about what's going to happen in that game. Um, you know, City are clearly the better team on paper, recent form, um, and yeah, it's probably going to be City coming up very strongly, and. In, into setting up defensively and hoping into to hoping get one. and praying, yeah, yeah, how, yeah, how they're going to get one. I'm not sure. I don't know because they're not overly quick on the break, which has been one of the things that you know. I suppose Tottenham have exposed, not exposed about City, but has been effective against City in the past. They don't really have that that speed. Mm, no, um, and you can't really, even though they do have a few big men. You can't really say that they have the aerial advantage because they play with like. And I, I back General Storm against yeah. anyone, mate. You know, but they've got a Kanji Stones, Diaz, you know, yeah, um, Rodri, yeah, like it's the set pieces aren't really a thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Like it's just like it's it, it, it's the, one of the more one-sided matchups in a, in a Champions League final for quite a few years. Mm, yeah, but uh, yeah. But we'll see, and we'll probably review it closer to the time. Yeah, we will. But that's my—that's our initial thoughts, anyway. Mm. Uh, now we'll give you our initial thoughts on the other European final. Um, well, one of three. We're not going to talk about the third one because we don't really have that many thoughts about it. But um, Sevilla uh, will play Roma in the Europa League final. Um, Jose Mourinho makes yet another European final. Um, and just to think, and to think, like with his record of making finals and winning finals. I know Sevilla had this history, but you almost just got to back him. Like, 
Yeah, no, I back. I'll like, back. I know Sevilla have looked better than Roma throughout the course of this tournament, and Sevilla have this history of winning this league, but I don't know, man. Like, Leverkusen also looked way better than Roma, and then he just gave a defensive masterclass and ground them out and won 1-0 across two legs. And I was just like... Hmm. Yeah. That nil all in the second leg, shithouse defensive masterclass. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's very interesting with uh, Mourinho. So, so I saw... I th- I'm not sure where I saw it. I don't know if it was posed as a question or, or a statement, but um, I think it was something along the lines of Jose getting to the final or winning the Europa League final with Roma is a bigger achievement than Guardiola getting to the Champions League final with Man City. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, considering they won the they won the Conference League last year, I would I would say no because it's yeah. just a natural step up. Mm. Yeah, but you know, coming back to the purchasing power parity sort of idea. Yeah, but it's the Europa League. Sevilla don't have that much money to spend either. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, but there were it, some big clubs in there, and yeah, yeah and Roma. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I would sure. say I'm no, sure but it is an achievement. Yeah. It is an achievement. Yeah, and just, just, just quick, just quickly, it's just so amazing to me with Jose making and winning all these finals that they that Tottenham sacked him a day, like a, less than a week before the League Cup final. Yeah, that was their best chance to win a trophy outside of the Champions League final in. Years, yeah, and they sacked the one guy who probably would have won him a final. Yeah, less than a week before the final. Hmm. It's just like they do it to themselves, man. Oh, it's so funny. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah, it's 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 also a bit wild to think of. Like, I mean, I think while Mourinho those last few years at Spurs, like he kind of, I don't know, he, like seemed to lose it a little bit. And yeah, but he's I, still got the second best record of in the last ten years of any manager there. Yeah. But like just his image a bit, you know. But I feel like he's kind of regained that a little bit, and like. But I th- yeah, I, I do. But I also think like that's just the English media, like, and that's yeah. and that's also Spurs, like every English manager. Media. English media. Yeah. English media plus Spurs, like, like like every every manager that struggles to do with Spurs gets like crucified as like oh they're losing it. It's like no, it's just that club is an absolute travesty, like. Hmm. Like, no one has been able to find success at that club except for Mauricio Pochino, and that wasn't even success. They didn't win anything. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is, it's weird to think what's wrong there because they've got everything that, you know, should be right, you know? Yeah, it's, so, it's some weird, deeply systemic stuff, but... Hmm. But, yeah, all right. So, yeah, um, I, think, I think I already said it, but I, I do think somehow, some way, even though I think Sevilla are a better team on paper, Roma will win this. Yeah, I think Roma will win too. Yeah. I want Roman. I think it'll be like one nil or like penalties or like something like yeah. One nil. It'll be one nil in fuller extra time or penalties. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll. I'll say that yeah, Roman will win, but also say that I don't know much about Roma or Sevilla this season. I just want Tammy Abraham to. Yeah, score. true. true. <laughs> um, God, I'd love it if Tammy Abraham scored the only goal in the Europa League final. Yeah, love that for him. Yeah, that would be good to see. Um, but yeah. Just and, so, quick. and so we're not going to talk about conference. Oh uh, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say just quickly. Yeah, uh, West Ham United, who are in a relegation battle for three quarters of this season, possibly even longer, um, they're in a European final against mm. Fiorentina in the Conference League. Um, go on, I, I, I know nothing. I haven't watched a minute of Fiorentina football this 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 yeah. year, so I'm not going to act like I know anything that's going on with them. But fuck it, I'll back West Ham to win. <laughs> Actually, no, I won't. No, rest have been so shit this season. I will not back them to win it. Yeah, 
It'll be Declan Rice's final ever game for West Ham, and I reckon he's going to go out with a loss and be like, I am done with this lot. Arsenal, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I prefer to see Fiorentina win. Um, so, yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't like West Ham. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, since when have you been sweet on Fiorentina? That's fair. No, I'm, uh, a, I'm a Lazio fan in Syria. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm a, I, think, I think from childhood I'm an AC Milan fan, but... Mm. Milan fan. Milan. <laughs> I used to I used to have the the Kaka jersey. Yeah. But I, I also have a soft spot for Roma because um my uh step family is from Rome and they by association. They don't really follow football but they go for Roma. Yeah. I bought a Lazio kit when I was in Italy in year ten. Because it looked nice, and, wow. and, then, and that was the end of it. So you could have bought a Napoli kit, or <laughs> no? It was dark, it was the dark blue. No, no, no. Kit. Oh, dark blue. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, dark blue. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of. I don't dislike West Ham. I, I, I don't like them as much as I used to like them. I was really big on them after watching Green Street Hooligans for a number of years. Mm. Um, I'm just kind of indifferent about them now. Like they just they they don't inspire any strong thoughts. In me. I mean, especially after this year. I, I remember you, you, you were kind of keen on when they had that because they were pushing top four. Yeah. Season before last. I think, I think, I think, I think the Kurt Zuma thing threw me. Yeah, true. I wasn't a fan of that And at he's all. been terrible recently yeah, too. He's been dropped, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's if, been not, if, not, if he hasn't been injured. But it's karma, mate. Yeah. Kick a cat, your form is going to go off the cliff yeah. or you're going to get injured. Everyone's saying that's how your cat feels. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but yes, uh, Fiorentina for the win in this one, even though we know absolutely nothing about them. Um, but just West Ham have been so god awful for like thirty out of thirty-eight games this season. Mm. Um, yeah, they don't deserve to have a cup final. Like, no, they don't. Yeah, and that would mean they're in the Europa League next year, which would be wild. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, imagine. If- I mean, they're not going to get relegated because they're safe. But imagine if you're in the championship and playing, and, and and playing Europe, in the Europa League. That would be wild. <laughs> um, all right. Next thing on the agenda is no real easy segue into this. Uh, is uh, Ivan Tony? Uh, we reported on, or well, we didn't report on, but we uh, gave our thoughts on the report a few months ago that he had been charged with 262 separate gambling offences by the FA or the FA's governing gambling body or whatever uh but he was found guilty uh last week or earlier this week and will serve an eight month ban from all forms of football activity um your initial thoughts before i go off on my little rant that you know i'm gonna go off on well yeah i don't know i just it it, it seems interesting that the ruling gets handed down I don't know, just before the off-season starts is potentially like a watering down of the... The charges, not the charges, the... Ban time. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like... Yeah, but then it's like, is it just eight months in general or is it eight months of football activities while there's football going on? Mm. Like, does the off-season not count? Surely the off-season would count. But there's still still footballing going on. Like, I, I reckon it would be effective, you know, within the next week or if not immediately. Yeah. Um, and then would I think it already was in fe- effective in Brentford's game against yeah Tottenham uh, true so yeah and then creep into next season yeah it will still creep decently into next season but yeah. um, five months into next season I think yeah yeah so yeah I mean 
obviously I know what you're going to say, but <laughs> <laughs> but but I still think you know that that you just you deserve a decent penalty, like you deserve a decent penalty if you're betting on your own games. Yeah, um, I'm not saying you shouldn't be punished. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So what I'm going to say, <laughs> I'll keep it a little bit brief, but I just think that with regards to what people get penalised for for other things in this league, and with regards to how much betting is uh, pushed and how much, uh, like with, you know, Sky in the UK, Skybet, Bet365 ads, uh, on even on Optus Sport, um, Bet365 ads, um, like, and I know they do the chances are you're about to lose thing after every ad now, but it's betting still pushed massively all over the world or all over the first world anyway, uh, and massively in England. If you've got uh, Brentford's main shirt sponsor is a betting company, so is West Ham's, so is... Like at least four or five other clubs in the Premier League, yeah, and many other clubs um, around Europe. Um, so it, I think it's hypocritical to, like, I, he, like, yeah, you shouldn't be betting on your own games, but it's hypocritical to come down so harshly on that when it's when to, Ivan Tony is he's just another guy that gambling ads would, you know, be trying to get. You know what I mean? Like they're they're trying to, they're out to get everyone. They're out to convince everyone to gamble, and he's just he's just an, one another person that's fallen to come to this. And you can argue that he should know better because he's you know of the position he's in. But at the end of the day, do we really expect these footballers to be you know pillars of self control mm. and intelligence when it comes to these things? No. So I think that's a bit ridiculous. Secondly, I think it's it's absolutely for want of a better or more polite word, fucked that. You only get cup, like you know, ten, eleven games for being racist in a Champions League game, but you get eight months for betting. Yeah, like that's ridiculous. Mm. Um, and then, without going into it too much, because like obviously it's all here and there, and um, you know things have been proven not guilty or things that haven't even been gone to court. But like the fact that people can get away with attempted rape and potentially rape and things like that and be playing in the Premier League continue playing in the Premier League um, and yet you know a couple of multis get you eight months ban it's state of the the state of the Premier League really but yeah yeah and I'm like and and like you know that's I speak of that as like you know a player on my team is, is what player there is allegedly potentially accused of that even though he's never actually been named but yeah. yeah, it's 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 just it's just a bit ridiculous. Like the, yeah, like, like I said, he should. He, he, he sh- it's it's not a practice that should be encouraged. Gambling, especially and especially when you play for a team to be betting on your own games, he should be punished. But I think that punishment shouldn't be as severe as or the punishments that are are less severe than that should be way more severe than what the punishment is for gambling mm. for being for racism and. I mean, the stuff that I just mentioned about uh, sexual misconduct, that's outside of football. Mm. That's criminal stuff. But um, racism should be dealt with way harsher than betting, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, but the... I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. But the, I suppose it's a different body handing down the, the penalties. True. But so I, I suppose... I, yeah. But I think, again, like, we've seen how accusations of racism have been dealt with in the past. Like, when... Uh, well, who, what was it? Um, 
who accused uh, Patrice Evra accused Luis Suarez of being racist? Oh uh, yeah, and all that, and just gonna get swept under the rug because they want to see the best players play in the league. Like, yeah, it's because, and I also reckon it's because Ivan Tony's from a smaller club as well. If this mm. happens to a City player or a United player or um, yeah. a player that brings the Premier League more money, it'd be interesting to see how that went. Yeah, I, I definitely see the disconnect between like, you know, the the fact that the FA would benefit from all the betting ads like quite handsomely um, and then at the same time hand down a punishment for, for somebody betting for sure but yeah I feel like y- you have to punish it but hopefully it's like just supplemented by um, yeah one yeah one helping the, the player who yeah. clearly has a gambling addiction has a problem uh, for issue. sure uh, and two recognising the fact that you know when you take that much um, revenue from gambling ads yeah it you know, it doesn't happen in a vacuum outside society. Like it has, a, has an effect on on people, um, including Ivan Tony. Yeah, because I, 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 Ivan Tony, like in a way, is a little bit of a victim. Mm. Like, yes, it's his own fault, but with how saturated gambling ads are, like, he's no better than any other Tom, Dick, and Harry that has a punt on the weekend. Yeah. Like, that probably gets heavily influenced by these ads. Yeah, it, it like like these type of things can tickle different people's brains in the way. Like I'm never tempted to gamble, yeah, because I just I just don't. This is not how my brain works. But yeah, exactly, it it can, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I don't know. It's it, it's just a difficult one because because you should like a punishment. A punishment needs to be made. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, but uh, punishment but, but, with but, yeah. education is it? Is it just going to be banned and no one's going to talk to him about anything? Yeah, I, I, I should think that that it should involve some sort of, I don't know, mandatory like you know, have a chat to someone. Mm. If Brentford aren't already doing that, which I, I, I think they probably would. Um, but yeah, yeah. The whole he, thing. He, I, he, he also seems like. You know, because, you know, you've seen a few things of, you know, him being drunk out saying... He doesn't saying seem like the smartest tool in yeah. the shed or the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, though. he just... Yeah, it seems like sometimes his judgment's a bit off with a few things. Um, and there's plenty plenty of people out there, you know, it's sort of that, that can happen to anybody. Um, and it, and if you're flooded with gambling ads, then, it, you know, it's, it's always going to have an effect on you. But, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Um, I think it's a bit hypocritical, but... Yes, ultimately a, punish, a punishment one way or another was always going to be coming for 262 bets. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit ridiculous when you say the actual number out loud. Yeah, I, th- I think also the scale of it. It's like... Yeah. It's like my guy. Come on. You've got an issue. <laughs> um, uh, no one noticed it before. Yeah. How did he get to that many? Yeah. Yeah. Surely somebody noticed it. <laughs> yeah. I tone you. Yeah. To score first. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, it's also like a thing to like how, like, maybe I'm wrong and maybe they caught him even though he was using aliases, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was just dumb enough to not use an alias when doing that. Mm. He was like, oh yeah, just let me chuck it on. Yeah, I doubt it would have been a, you know, intricate covering your tracks. No. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're going to round out uh, this week's episode with some... Uh, previews and predictions of some juicy games that have some implications for the relegation and the European places on the final day. Kicking things off with the team that currently sits with the best chance of survival, albeit, uh, as we're about to touch on, has had some big injury blows. 
uh, in the week that followed their game last weekend. Everton versus Bournemouth. Um, the situation is, if Everton uh, lose and Leicester and Leeds win, they go down. If Everton draw and Leicester, and Leicester win, they'll go down. But if Everton draw and Leicester lose and Leeds win, Everton will stay up. If Everton win, they'll stay up regardless. Wilby, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm not feeling good. <laughs> break, it, break it down for us. What's happened in the camp? Um, well, yeah, I think obviously two weeks ago, beat, or two game weeks ago, I don't know when it was, um, came out, you know, Gary Neville's surprise of the season was uh, Everton 5, Brighton 1. That was the scoreline, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and, and things seemed a bit dandy. And then last week, I mean, like we, we got a last minute... Wait, am I getting this right? Was there a game in between that? No. No. Yeah, last week we got the last minute equaliser. Um, in a game that you dominated and until certain players went off with injury. Yeah. So, so basically the story is, over the last two seasons, um, when Dom's in the side, we look half decent. And when Dom isn't in the side... That's Dominic Calvert-Lewin, for those who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we look... Uh, shit, <laughs> yep. and and get ourselves into in, into relegation scraps. And he obviously scored the goal that um, saved us last season, um, and looked like he was going to be able to do it this season. And now he's out with a hamstring injury. Went off in the forty seventh minute against Wolves, um, and we've also uh, Patterson also went out injured with a hamstring. Yeah, um, do you want to just read that injury list that you had before? Yeah, absolutely. Of all the, like, so on top of Patterson and Dom going out in in. Against Wolves, that adds to an already lengthy injury list containing. Um, wait, hang on. <laughs> it includes Mikolenko <laughs> and Chambers Coleman. Yeah. And Ruben Vinagra, who was actually bought as fullback cover and hasn't was barely featured. Yeah. So Godfrey Vinagra, Coleman, Mikolenko, Davies, Patterson, Kavalun. So the the best. Um, striker by a country mile. The two best fullbacks. Yeah. All like, three best fullbacks. Yeah. All the fullbacks. All the fullbacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, because Vinagre and then also Godfrey who covers at fullback. Yeah. So you've got Mason Holgate who's an absolute liability at full at fullback. He's, who's going to play at left back? He's a little bit of a liability at centre back, but worse at fullback. Um, I don't know. Um, God. But you've. Yeah. It, it's going to be a. A tall defense. Alex Awobi, maybe? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Jesus. Maybe maybe Ghana? Is it just a Ghana gay? Ghana? Mm, yeah, I don't know. But but anyway, so, yeah, th- there's lots of outs. Bournemouth are a good team who are, are playing well. Like, they're playing decently at the moment, even though they don't have anything to play for. Yeah, Bournemouth secured safety last weekend or the weekend before. On the last day. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's very nervy. Um, it was always going to be nervy, but it is at Goodison though. Yeah. Um, so that's one. That's some solace you can take in that, I suppose. Mm. But I just, I just don't have a good feeling about it. Yeah. And I just, even if we stay up, I, I doubt it's going to be like, like it's a different feeling to last season because last season came out of nowhere, and now it's happened for the second year running. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, a, a bolt from the blue. Um, and it's just worrying about what's going to happen next season, and maybe, yeah, maybe that's that's just that's just where we're at. So I don't know. Um, I don't have a good feeling about the game and where the clubs at generally. 
Yeah. But but we'll see how it goes. How do you how do you see it going? Yeah, look, it's pretty bleak with uh, all those injuries at fullback. Um, I do. I, part of me just thinks at Goodison with Dyche, like the 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 atmosphere will just will them to win that somehow, mm. or, or or they'll get a draw and the other results will go their way. Mm. I don't see them losing at home on the final day in a must win game. I don't see it. No matter how injury struck in the team, I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, my pick would be that they they draw, um, and Leeds don't beat Tottenham and Leicester don't beat West Ham. Yeah, because Leicester Leicester are dead food. Like they're done out here. Like they, they I know they got a point against Newcastle, but I don't know how they did that. Like Newcastle were battering them for the entire game. I just do think as well that you know you talk about like a like a final day must win game at Goodison like you know Leicester have good players like we we know that um, and could easily pull a result out it's it's one game like mm. I just I think I don't know I think it's not looking good wait right. who will who will yeah let's and Leeds are playing Tottenham yeah and Tottenham could also bottle it but um I I I, I just I I I see. Everton getting a result at home in a must-win game more than I see Leeds. Uh, I mean, Leeds playing at home as well, but more than I see Leeds getting a result or Leicester getting a result. Yeah, we're actually but, all playing at home. Yeah, there you go. Ellen Road, uh, King Power. And but yeah, it, it's it's going to be very interesting, like because like no none of the teams look amazing. Like all Everton with everyone with Calvert Lewin and at least one fullback would look better than in a much better position than the other two teams and they are in a better position because they're ahead on points hmm. um, but with all those injuries yeah it's it's looking pretty bleak for all the teams and you, sh- you just gotta hope that because like right now you're sitting in the best position you gotta hope that you can just find a way um, yeah. And but I, I think it'll be a draw and results uh, results will go that way yeah god it's not looking good. <laughs> can I can I push you for a prediction or no? You don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> I'm gonna predict that they win. <laughs> Bournemouth win. No, no, uh, Everton, Everton. Okay. Everton, after all that, because um, you got to believe. Yeah, I say two one. I say one all again. Mm. Um, all right. Well then, uh, Leicester versus West Ham at the King Power. Um, West Ham have, have hit some form in the last few weeks. They've actually looked pretty good. Um, and Leicester looked terrible. Uh, and, and, like, I think, like, I, I just don't see them going out with much more than a whimper, to be honest. Mm. Like, their players just don't look motivated. Um, I know they held on for a draw against Newcastle, but, like, I, I watched them against Liverpool a couple weeks ago, and they just leaky, so leaky at the back. Players look disinterested. Um, Madison's halfway out the door. Barnes halfway out the door. Yeah, I think that's something I was just thinking actually as well. Like, I feel like the Everton players will be there next season. Yeah, if they stay up, Leicester players are gone. Yeah, are gone, gone anyway. So, and yeah, Leeds as well. Um, got that for, got that crazy wonder goal against West Ham uh, earlier in that game, but then West Ham were just toying with them for the rest of the game, like. Apparently, um, I didn't I only watch the extended halves of that game, but apparently, like West Ham players were like doing tricks and shit in the second half, like literally just looked like they didn't give give a shit, and then still beat them three one. So yeah, 
Yeah. And also Declan Rice's last game, like they're going to want to win for him. Yeah, absolutely. True. Um, and sorry, that was for the Leicester game and uh, Spurs potentially Kane's last game. I know they I know they couldn't win for him in Kane's last game at home, but I Le- Leeds are nowhere near as good as Brentford. So, mm. um, so yeah, I see. I, I just I, I I just don't see Leicester or Leeds. Do, doing enough to get a win there because they need to win. They might draw, but a, a win, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I agree, actually. Looking closer at these games, a win... Yeah, Stranger things have happened, but but my gut feeling is they won't do it. Yeah, I'm going to pick <laughs> West Ham to win and Tottenham to win. <laughs> I'm going to pick Tottenham to win and... Actually, yeah, no, nah, I, I, nah, I'm not just going to back go for all of what I've just said then and pick West Ham to draw. No, both teams to win. Yeah. Um, Leicester might make it a little bit close, but I did. I don't see it. Yeah. Um, all right. Now to the other end of the table. <laughs> Slightly less depressing. Um, so Villa versus Brighton. Brighton have already locked in um, a European spot. Uh, whether that is a Conference League or a Europa League spot is up to is up to what happens with the top four. So, me and Wilbur looked at this beforehand, and I've explained it to him, but he uh, told me to explain it to him again. So, I told, I told him, wait until the podcast, and then I'll explain it to everyone. <laughs> so, which teams uh, qualify for what in the top six, seven? So, the top four in the Premier League qualify for the Champions League group stage. Fifth place and the FA Cup winners qualify for the Europa League group stage. The Carabao Cup winners qualify for the Europa Conference League playoff. Uh, and I'm pretty sure seventh qualifies for the Conference League as well because I'm pretty sure two teams made the Conference League last year. Well, it's sixth. So it's sixth. Sixth because yeah. six, two teams made the Conference League last year. Um, and that was... Who was it? Who was in the Conference League this year? Was it Leicester and West Ham? Yeah, it was Leicester and West yeah. Ham. Um, and that was because City won the League Cup last year. Um, so... West Ham finished sixth, I think, or uh, and um, Leicester finished seventh, and because City won the yeah. So um, right now, <laughs> uh, the um, sorry, Liverpool are in the Europa League spot. Uh, if the the United uh, stay in top four, then it'll be. Liverpool Europa League, Brighton Conference League. Yeah. And um, because United won the Carabao Cup, and if they're in top four, it means um, Villa will also play in the Conference League. Yeah. So there'll be two Conference League spots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But if United somehow slip up uh, and lose to Chelsea and lose to Fulham and uh, Liverpool beat Southampton... (laughs) Uh, then um, United would be in the Europa League. Oh, actually, no, it would still be the same outcome. Uh, it, j- it just it just means... Um, yeah, the, there wouldn't be any effects lower down. It would just mean yeah. that... Yeah. Uh, but, if they lo- but if United lose the um, FA Cup final, then um, Brighton would be in the uh, Europa, Europa League, League yeah. not the Conference League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where we, think, we stand with things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's Brighton, really, it's fairly complicated. it is fairly complicated. <laughs> but uh, Brighton Villa is the first game. 
that we're going to uh, discuss. So it's it's more of a must win because Villa, uh, Brighton can't jump ahead of Liverpool. I'm pretty sure. No, they can't. Yeah, they're, they're too far off. Um, and Villa, so Villa need to win this to try and uh, keep Brentford and spot. Brentford and uh, um, top Tottenham at bay because Tottenham and Brentford can both make that seventh spot if they win and Villa lose. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a, it's a battle for a Conference League spot here, essentially, um, because Brighton are, are playing Europa League next year, are pretty pretty much locked in. Um, because it, I don't really, it'd be surprising if United drop both those games. So anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, how do we see Villa versus Brighton? I think it's at Villa Park, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. It is. I think. Hmm. Brighton are so I just, yeah, I just think Brighton better. But Brighton are so hot and cold. Like mm. their past four weeks, they've um, beat United, lost. F- um, what was it? Five one to Everton. Everton. Beat Arsenal. Lost four one to Newcastle. Beat Southampton three one. Like mm. so weird. Yeah, that is weird, and it's not like a necessarily a home or away thing either. Um, I, I I I still just think that Brighton have had such a good season and and, and they'll see the see the season off like kind of well and, yeah. and beat Aston Villa even though Aston Villa are, are very good I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Brighton nice I think it's going to be a draw yeah yeah which could mean that Villa drop out um but you never know mm. um draws a good shot yeah I think uh, so that would then mean for the table uh doing some quick maths. Um, that it would get, it would put them two points ahead of Tottenham before Tottenham play their game. Uh, so Tottenham, if they beat uh, Leeds, would jump them for the Conference League spot. Uh, so which Leeds, uh, and we've already said that we think Spurs are going to beat Leeds. Um, so then we've got the top four battle now, which is uh, United with games against Chelsea and Fulham at home. I think... United will beat Chelsea and then rest all their players against Fulham and lose to Fulham. Yeah, and meaning that they meaning that they secure a Champions League spot. Yeah, they'll secure yeah. a fourth and a Champions League spot on Friday morning against Chelsea or Thursday night or whatever it is for them. And then they'll rest all their players against Fulham and probably lose on the final day. Mm. Or a draw, but they, they won't win against Fulham if they rest all their players because they'll be resting all their players for the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. Which is what the day? It's no, it's really a week after the final day. Week after the final. I feel like I wouldn't see them resting that much then. They definitely wouldn't play a few. Just, just in, like there's no point in them getting injured in a meaningless game. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'll. I mean, I'm definitely picking United to beat Chelsea uh, at Old Trafford, given everything's going on with Chelsea more, more so than United playing well. Um, and yeah, I reckon a, a, a draw on the final day, and in. I mean, with that prediction, they've already secured top four. So yeah. I reckon that's how it's going to end up. But I reckon they'll probably draw on the final day. Yeah. Uh, and I think like this is kind of part and parcel because I don't think it's going to mean much, but I think Liverpool will beat Southampton. <laughs> it's not a hot take. And be in the rope. You yeah. Uh, the only interesting one is Brentford against Man City. Uh, Man City, I think, are away and Brentford are at home. And Brentford have a chance to, if, mm-hmm. to jump Spurs and Villa if uh, results go their way. Um, but I, I think City rested all their players uh, against Chelsea, and I don't think they'll rest them 
on the or at least they won't rest all of them like they did against Chelsea on the final day just because I don't know why would you uh, and even with their rested players they've still got a pretty good team I, I just I, I just think they'll be Brentford <laughs> or yeah. maybe they'll get a draw but like a draw is not enough for Brentford they need to win so yeah I mean I can see them potentially resting players as well given yeah. you know their True. biggest game is coming up yeah against Inter even though we spoke about it's it's something of a foregone conclusion. Um, it's still a massive game. It's like they need to break this hoodoo. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll pick a draw. Yeah, I'll pick a draw. Which which yeah. So that all, with with all of those predictions we just gave we just gave it means that Everton would stay up, Leicester and Leeds would go down, um, Villa and Brentford would miss out on the Conference League spot. Spurs would make the Conference League. United would make the Champions League. Um, and Brighton and Liverpool would make the Europa League. Yeah, one more prediction. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Newcastle are going to beat Chelsea in the final day, which would mean. So, oh yeah. Also, if United win, if United win both games, they can finish third. But that's why that's why I think third's kind of meaningless for them. So I think that they'll miss out on third because Chelsea, yeah. Newcastle will beat Chelsea and. Yeah, Newcastle will beat Chelsea, and even if they. Yeah, so they have to win both games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think yes, yeah, like United will won't beat Fulham, but Newcastle will beat Chelsea, and they'll just stay third. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's that, and that's how it'll finish. Hope you guys kept up with all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, quite, quite and yeah, quite 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 lengthy predictions there. Um, very interesting to see what happens. Not sure if I'm going to stay up and watch it as it unfolds as much as I want to see Everton stay up uh, live in in time. Uh, I might just have to wake up and witness that. I think like, it'll be the one, one game of the season where I really want to watch the goal rush on yeah. up the spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure that I'll be up for it. No, you don't want <laughs> like, to stay up till, don't wanna stay up till 3am and then be like, oh, geez, we got relegated. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You'd rather, wake, you'd rather wake up to it than be like, yeah! <laughs> try and fall asleep to it. Yeah. Anyway. That's all from us. Uh, it's been a whirlwind of a season. We'll see you next week uh, when the season is concluded and we give you our end of season awards. Mm. <laughs> so look forward to that um, in episode 98 of the 40 Yard Switch. But episode 97 is a wrap. Thanks for listening. Give us a rating on the Spotify and a follow on the Instagram, uh, 40 Pod on Instagram. And we'll see you next week.